On today's Friday Fire, we are talking about getting excited about the hard changes that you're implementing in life. We talk about the fact that some people are resentful of the changes that they have to make and how that makes your journey so much harder. So if this resonates with you, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share the show. But without further ado, we're going to dive in today and we hope that this gets you pumped up and excited about the hard work that you are doing. Live your life within the moment, moment And don't go wait until the morning, morning You never know when it is over, over All that I know is get Happy Friday, everyone. Oh my goodness. It is August, mm-hmm. the beginning of an insane month for <laughs> When us. I was editing the podcast last week, because like, you know, yeah. working like a few weeks ahead right now, which is great. Um which, by the way, can we talk about the fact that we chopped the charts this week at number 20, 24 in the world? That's for so exciting. We're getting there. So we exciting. are getting there, guys. Thank you. Consistency pays off. <laughs> but here's how we, how we get there is because of you. Yes. So it takes two seconds. If you love this podcast, if you appreciate it, we ask that you would please rate, review, and subscribe to the show because that helps our numbers and that is what helps us rank higher so that we can reach reach more people around the world. And it takes two seconds. All you got to do on your app, click that five-star button, scroll down. You can write a little review. You can like a a long review. And what we're going to do, I haven't told Becca this yet, but surprise, what we're going to do for this month is we're going to give away a bundle. You're going to get a box of microfactor packets from First Form, which is basically um, multivitamin multivitamin packets. packets. Yeah, it's great because it's all in one place. Uh, It's like a hundred and some dollar value, I believe, or eighty. $5. I'll look at the value, but it's about a hundred dollar value. The bundle is going to be over a hundred dollars because we're going to also give you a box of element. If you guys have not tried element tea, you're missing out our favorite electrolytes. So that's going to be our bundle. You're going to get both of those products if you rate and review the show. So what we're going to do is towards the end of August, we're going to go back and we'll look at all of the reviews and then we are going to draw one or two of those. Maybe we'll do two bundles here, but we're going to draw one or two of those and we will announce that, reach out to you um, and let you know if you do this and you have one of those lovable 988 AIM old school uh, iTunes accounts, right? Let I don't us- even know what you're talking about. <laughs> so a few few weeks ago, we talked about your aim, remember? Oh, well, you know, yeah. Sports babe 03. Yeah. No one knew that was Becca. No one knew lovable 988 was Oh me. yeah. People, come on. You, you kill me. With these names that I have no idea who you like. So if you do this, what we're also going to ask is that you email a screenshot of your review (laughs) to info at fitmomlife.com so that when we draw for these bundles, we can email you and let you know you've won and grab your address to ship these things to because there's no chance in this huge world of social media in the cloud that we're going to be able to find dinosaur 1245. (laughs) (laughs) Because we've done drawings before and we're like, well, we can't, we can't even give this to this. We don't know who it is. I don't know who it is. So that's going to be what you need to do. It takes two seconds and you could win that bundle, which is over a hundred dollars. So again, it's a full month supply of the microfactor packs and a box of LMNT electrolytes. So yes, sir. So please, please, please help us help everyone else. We love doing this, but like Liz and I have said, we don't do, you know, we don't do ads. Unless someone comes at me for like, I don't know, $500,000, I might take an ad. But like, (laughs) that's not happening yet. Um, So that's the only way that we grow is through, you know, you guys. So thank you for helping us. We started at like hundreds. 
Well, in the I hundreds. mean, our show over the course of the years has, you know, grown. But when you first start out, you have no one listening. No one listened to You're us You're just putting out into cyberspace. But we did have someone copy our podcast, remember? We did. Someone legit took our podcast and just... It was even our, it. it was it was like shorts. So it was like our podcast, Very but it was strange. like two to three minute clips. I wonder if it's still up because we did report it, but nothing ever happened. Uh, yeah. Isn't it like imitation is the biggest form of flattery, right? So, you know. Yeah. So, um, but also what's the point? <laughs> like, I don't know. People are so weird um, <laughs> that t- they took time. It was probably not. It was probably a bot. Um, all right. So welcome to the food code. I'm Becca. Liz is with me. This is my month of August birthdays. Basically, my entire family, other than my husband, is born in August. So we have a lot going on. Carson has two birthday week per- birthday parties this weekend. And then next weekend, I have the block party we're hosting. And then the weekend after that, we go to Branson, Missouri. Yeah. And all I can think about <laughs> is She's Out of My League, which is my favorite movie of all time, where they're like, Branson, Branson. And they're all on the plane in like Branson sweatshirts. If you've never seen She's Out of My League, please go watch it. It's such a good movie. Are you guys um, going to Silver Dollar City? We will, at least one day. Okay. Yeah, because we have the kids. Please go on the log ride for me. Okay. My favorite ride. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. Um, so fun. Yeah, it'll be interesting. We're doing a 10-hour road trip with both children for a three-day trip. So I'm not excited for that, but we're doing it. <laughs> I, hate, I hate car rides. Oh. I'm that type. I like. I do not travel well in cars. I get super motion sick. So, mm-hmm. and dramamine well, makes me fall asleep. And then you know, with your kids, it's like constantly trying to keep them occupied with activities. Oh, for sure. Or, for sure. Actually, was looking at the dollar store the other day. Had these erase dry erase boards, but it was like tic tac toe and bingo. I might get them for our flight to Arizona because, you know, we've got a little iPad and stuff like that, but sometimes it's just like fun to be able to play or we've got like Paw Patrol card games that maybe we'll use. I don't really know, but it's yeah. going to be a decent flight. Um, yeah. So yeah, it'll be anything to keep them and all the snacks, like just pack a bag of straight snacks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes I feel like that's what my children live on anyways. I was telling my sister this weekend. I was solo parenting like for the past yeah. week and you know, it gets to the point where I'm like, whatever you will eat, I'm fine with at this point because I am tired of making food that I just throw in the garbage because you don't eat it. So Marcus asked me this morning for half and half. He, he couldn't decide what he wanted. If he wanted peanut butter and jelly for school today, or if he wanted a turkey sandwich. So he's like, I want half and half and then I want it in one bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you like those flavors to be mixed, bud, that's fine. Carson last night tried to pull on me. We went to a friend's house and they ate dinner there, but like didn't really eat dinner there. And he got home and we got out of the bath and he was like, mom, I'm so hungry. And I was like, okay, we'll go make some food because I want ice cream. I was like, no, sir, you are not getting, you're not pulling that on me right now. And then he just had like a huge meltdown. He was very tired. Um, But you know, the joys of parenting and trying to feed small children. Anyways, today we are, you know what? Here's something that I will segue into our podcast today. Fridays are obviously a lot about like fire and mental toughness and just getting through it for some extent. But this past weekend was challenging. My husband was gone for basically for basically an entire week and I had both kids. I have a four-year-old and an almost two-year, almost five-year-old and an almost two-year-old basically. Um, and it's tiring, right? And when I was going through it, it could have been very easy to be like, woe is me. This stinks. I'm so tired. And I was tired. That's fine. But like, I looked at it as, you know, I love my husband and I love when he's here. 
but I'm doing okay. Like I'm getting through the days. We're doing fun stuff. I'm taking them out of the house to places and I'm going you know, I get my workouts in, I got all of my meals prepped. I got my supplements in. I'm in a protocol right now. Like, and I was, lo- I started looking at it a lot differently after like a few days in because the first few days I was like, oh, oh, woof. And then I kind of shifted the script for myself. And by the time last night rolled around, I was like, I'm doing fine. We're fine. Like, yeah, there's some meltdowns. There's always going to be meltdowns. But at the end of the day, I really turned it into a much better experience than it could have been because yeah. of the one, the one change that I chose to make with how I looked at it. Well, there's no other option, right? Like this, exactly. you're not going to change the situation. Not so you leave might my as well. kids on the side of the road. I mean, you thought about it. But. At one point I did. At one point I texted Liz. <laughs> she said, I think I'm going to leave the kids in a car and just walk around this forest preserve because I just can't handle right now. The funniest Joking. part that I thought was, <laughs> she said the amount of time, it was like 830 on Saturday. The amount of times that my kids have said mom or mama makes is going to drive a monk crazy or whatever you said. I, I was said it would make a monk go insane. Like, my daughter speaks gibberish right now, but mm. mom, mommy, mom, mommy, mommy, mommy. And I'm like, what, Taylor? Like, I don't know what to do for you right now. I just, I can't, please stop saying mom. Like, I can't help you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So anyways. So, I mean, there's, in a lot of situations, there's nothing that you can do to no. change the situation other than how you approach it. And in this situation, it's either going to be like, okay, we're going to make the best of it and we're going to have a good time. And is it less than ideal? Yes. But at the end of the day, there's nothing else I can do other than sit here and be miserable and make it even more terrible than it mm-hmm. is. So what we kind of want to talk about today is embracing change and approaching change with excitement and just being proud of it so that you can go into whatever it is that you are embarking upon. Let's say it's a journey that, you know, you are in a place right now that you don't feel so great about yourself and you are going to start working to implement either movement goals or nutritional goals or professional goals, right? I'm unhappy with my job and my career. So I want to begin studying so that I can maybe change my career path and the trajectory that I'm on. Maybe I want to get out of this company or I just want to level up and I need to finish something so that I can get that promotion, right? Or get that next uh, pay bump. And instead of seeing it as this negative thing, like, oh, I have to study or I have to do this in order to accomplish that. Be excited about it. What can I learn from this? If I'm excited about whatever it is that I'm you know, committing to, it's going to be a lot more effective in terms of how I show up. I'm going to be more present. I'm going to do a better job at it. I'm going to be more efficient and I'm going to be more consistent, right? I'm going to look back and say, wow, last week I did 10 walks. I have not done 10 walks intentionally in 10 years, right? But twice a day, I chose to get outside and get some sunlight for five to 10 minutes. And those five to 10 minutes now added up to a hundred plus minutes or so that I wouldn't prioritize in the past. And what are the other benefits that you got from that, right? You got fresh air, you got sunlight on your eyes, you had a boost in energy because you're not sitting under artificial light inside all day long. You got some fresh air, your digestion's moving better because you're actually moving your body instead of just sitting. Your back doesn't hurt, your hips don't hurt as much. All of these different things that we can see as benefits of walking, but on the flip side of this, many people say, well, walking is a waste of time. I don't have time to walk, right? The truth is you're not prioritizing 
the time. Mm -hmm. And that could be walking. It could be meal prepping. It could be studying, right, for that exam or whatever it is that you are wanting to accomplish. And so the other piece of this that I would say is if you're talking to somebody and they're telling you about things that they're going to be doing, be excited for them. Maybe you don't agree with the fact that they're doing Octavia or that they are going extreme with certain measures. Maybe you don't agree with that. You can still be excited for them and you can still be encouraging. And if you're not getting that from those people in your life, then maybe you need to have that conversation with them and say, Hey, I need you to come alongside me. Like my husband, you know, I'm entering a different phase in my protocol. And he just said, okay, babe, you seem a little stressed, but what can I do to help? I said, just bear with me on days if I'm really crabby or I'm just not feeling well, because this is going to be kind of an intense season. And so how can you do the same for other people? And again, the more that you can address these things with the right mindset, the more that you're going to get out of it. Because if you just go in kicking and screaming, like one foot in, one foot out, you don't want to really be doing it. You're not going to get the same benefit and the same results. No, you'll hold yourself back. And that's what I think a lot of people do is when you are going through something, if you are someone that's always, I don't want, I don't want to say complaining, but complaining about the hard pieces of it, I feel like I'm just cooking so much. I feel like I'm eating the same things over and over again. I feel like, you know, I'm, I, I can't enjoy anything anymore. You are, you are already setting yourself into a place that it's not going to work because you haven't seen any positives from it because you aren't looking for them. You're only looking at the things that you're giving up and sacrificing instead of the things that you could potentially be gaining by putting in this time. Like, oh my gosh, I've actually been cooking so much more than I ever have before. That's probably a good thing. That's probably something that's going to propel me into a place that I want to be. If you, you know, you can make the time to cook more, you have the time to cook more. I would much rather dedicate an extra hour a day to cooking if it meant my health improved tenfold. Which for most people, if you committed an extra hour a day to cooking, you could probably accomplish that. Planning, cooking, getting your food in, how it's supposed to be, prepping it for a work or, you know, a trip that you're going to be away and bringing some things for yourself or going shopping to, a, you know, if you're staying at a hotel or a vacation house, going and getting stuff so that you're not just susceptible to eating out every single meal or whatever everyone else wants to do. Like you need to start looking at the process different than you ever have. Because if you have been going in circles and you have felt stuck and you have felt in this place like nothing works, maybe it's because you're not working it right. Maybe you are the common denominator. And that's harsh and that's hard to hear. But like if no program has ever worked for you, sure. Are there a few anomalies out there that like there's some major metabolic resistance or immune system dysfunction or things that could be going on? Yeah, there's some of those. But what I would probably say is more likely is that you are not working the program as well as it could be worked because you continue like, and I think that we all know those people, the people that are never happy that are, you know, oh, well, like I just, I don't really like those foods or that's going to be too hard for me or every, every little plan then nitpick. And they find all the things that aren't going to work for them. Like if, if you are a client that is telling your coach what should be done or what you want, you kind of maybe need to check yourself. And I think here you have to ask yourself and analyze where is this pushback coming from? Because there's a lot of resistance. And as humans, our natural instinct is to resist change because we're comfortable in this bubble 
right? But what I can tell you after working with thousands of women at this point, when you can start to make these changes from a way that, hey, I'm excited. I, maybe I won't like those beats, but I've heard Liz talk about how good they are for my poop and I'm chronically constipated, so I'm willing to give it a try. And then all of a sudden, I get a message or one of our other practitioners get a message. Wow, that was awesome. I can't believe I've never had those before. I really enjoyed that on my salad. Okay, if that person was resistant, they're not gonna make change. If you continue to push back and be resistant, you will not make change. You might make a little bit of progress, but you would not make the progress that you would if you unfolded and open yourself up to the coaching and to the recommendations and to trying new things. There's a million ways to slice a pie and there's a million things that you could do to implement new foods and try things. I've even worked with uh, students that have texture issues. And guess what? We were able to add 20 plus food items into their diet because they were willing to say, hey, you know what? I will try it this way. I'll try to put it in that quesadilla. I'll try to put it in the sandwich or this wrap that I like. So we take something they like and we try to modify it a little bit. And wow, that was really good. Kimchi on a burger. Who knew? Freaking phenomenal. Kimchi and tacos. My husband just made those last week. I was like, this is phenomenal. It's like the next big thing. Don't steal that from our podcast though, because we actually might trademark it. No, just kidding. We're not opening a taco shop anytime soon. But you understand what I'm saying. If you continue to come in with this resistance to change, you're going to face a lot of resistance along the way mm-hmm. versus I'm going to be excited about this. And even though, you know, this is not something that I've ever done before, I'm willing to give it a try. And you maybe baby step into it and that's okay. But if you just flat out hands down say, nope, then I think you're going to have to really check yourself and ask yourself, is this really a goal? Do I really want to feel better? And the same thing applies to, you know, hey, we need to, we have tests right here in front of us, glaring flags through the roof that you're reactive to gluten. We need to get gluten out. And then you drag your feet because you're like, oh man, this is going to be so hard. I just don't know what to do. You have all these resources. You have all the tips. Well, it's hard because I don't know what to order when I go out to eat. That's okay. It may take a little bit of time to adjust to this, but- Instead of being angry and again, kind of kicking and screaming, having a little adult temper tantrum, let's be excited about the fact that, holy shit, maybe this is a really big deal for me. And I finally found a reason why I have felt so, you know, shitty for a long period of time. Like one of my uh, male clients, Wes, he told me, he goes, when I write my, uh, he won't do a video, but he's like, when I write my testimonial for you, I am going to put something in here about how gluten and getting that out has been a game changer. And now this guy is in his young thirties. He came in crazy high cholesterol, crazy triglycerides, low functioning thyroid on a PPI. He's off all of his medications. He's dropped over 30 pounds. His energy is libido's really good. And he's like, even though that I was a beer drinker before I gave him some gluten-free beer options. He's like, they taste just as good. And that was the first time that I've able to enjoy these things without burping excessively, having heartburn, having acid reflux. And he's like, just the way my body feels, he's like, it's hard to put words to, to describe it. So he embraced it. Did he like it at first? No, he didn't like it when I gave him the conversation of like, and this means your beer is out too. But instead of being a little temper tantrum toddler, he's like, you know what? Whatever you ask me to do, I'm going to implement. And three months later, the results are worth it. So the option is yours. Yeah. You ha- you have to decide what you truly want to do. Because I think if you are going to look at everything as the inconvenience as, and I think that's the bottom line of a lot of it, we don't like being inconvenienced. 
We don't like being told that our routine that we have right now that works for us, quote unquote, works for us, isn't going to work for what we want. And it's hard to make changes. It's hard to do things you haven't done before. And we have this conversation ad nauseum, guys, every Friday. And so the bottom line of most of this that we're trying to say is that it is in your head. It is a decision that you have to make to be excited and happy about change. Not, and I'm not saying you can't have a grieving moment. You can have a moment. You can have some moments of Mm -hmm. this kind of sucks, right? Liz had those moments last week. Mm -hmm. I had a couple moments last week. Like you, we have them, but they are moments. They are not weeks, months, years of I'm annoyed with where I'm at, but I'm annoyed by what I have to change to. Yeah. Because now you're just an angry person. Like now, now we're just unhappy. And it really truly comes down to just making a decision that you don't want to be that way anymore and starting to change it. And I know that's simple. That seems too easy. I'm not saying it's easy. It isn't easy. It's very hard to change your mind and your perspective, especially if you have decades under your belt of feeling like you've been that way. But at the end of the day, it starts there. Sure, there are other things. Of course, if you feel better physically, it's easier to be happier. But it, it doesn't start with feeling better physically. It starts with you deciding that you want to make the changes to feel better physically and committing to them and actually doing them. It's, it's not the other way around, guys. People aren't just magically having all of these amazing transformations and then they're like, no, I'm so happy. It's like, no, I put in the hard work. I decided to be excited about that work and do it no matter what. And now I'm here. And what I would say is I think there's a direct correlation to people who get better results and their attitude than those who are resentful and, you know, complain a lot. The results are not as good because you mentally will talk yourself out of things working. You can mentally talk yourself out of your body releasing trauma, releasing weight. Your mind is powerful. So you can either choose to be miserable or you can choose to be excited. 